This is Dr. Pei from the Relaunch Show. You are listening to Bob Nali from the Labrador Leadership Podcast. Wonderful. Live from the RVA, this is the Labrador Leadership Podcast with Dr. Bob Nolly. The program that brings you the leadership skills that can make you the most authentic, approachable leader for the sake of your business, your team, and for you. Now, here's Bob. Hey there, folks. How are you? Welcome to episode Lucky 13. How is everyone? Yeah, I am too. It's been a good week. So hey, today I have a great interview for you. Joel Bogus of The Relaunch Show is here. And I wanted to have him on today because last week we had his wife, Dr. Pei Kang, the other half of The Relaunch Show on. And together they tell a great story, and they've done such great things on that program. It's good to have them on together here, I think. Alex and I are in the middle of a pretty good run here talking about uh, leadership in the millennials, and that's kind of interesting. Uh, We've talked about uh, communication things as well. And we've got, uh, we're going to do another piece on the millennials next week. But the important piece of news I wanted to share with you. One week from today, or one week from the the launch of this episode, we're going to do a simulcast. A good buddy of mine that I've run into uh, in doing this work, he and I are going to do a simulcast together and put our show out on the same day. And uh, it's going to be fun. So I hope you'll join us for that. Okay, here's the takeaway for you. Before we get started, here's the takeaway for you today. I want you to go to the website at www.labradorleadership.com and go click on the big orange button that says join the conversation. Put your email address there and join that because I'm starting to roll out some information and you want to be able to get what I'm going to send to you. If you're committed to becoming a better leader in your personal life, in in your job, with your team, Make sure you have access to what I'm going to send your way. Thanks for doing that. That's the takeaway for today. Uh, All right. Without further ado, then, let's get Joel in here. Let's get going. Ladies and gentlemen, in my journey into this show down the entrepreneurial past, I've, I've met some really good, fine people. And this gentleman we have here today is right there at the top of the stack, live from Dallas, Texas. Joe Bodges, welcome to the program. Oh my gosh, I am on with the Bob Nolly. Oh my gosh, this has been incredible. We have been planning this uh, for, for a little while. I've been looking forward to it all day, and I am thrilled to be here. And a great job, uh, Bob with the show. Great job. Well, thank you so much. And, and that's so gracious. Thank you very much for that. And at the same time, I'll tell you, you, you just racked up a milestone number. You just hit what, like your 400,000th download. Yeah. Yeah. That was just amazing. A big number for us. And it happened, gosh, we're recording this show in mid-February. It happened, I think, two, three days ago. And um, it has just been a gangbusters 
well, building up to Gangbusters, and we're just uh, thrilled at uh, the the show's success relaunch, and it has just been a um, it's been a fire starter for us, and it's it's exciting to watch. The relaunch show is definitely at the top of the stack, and congratulations to you. Actually, as we said here today, 403,000 downloads. So uh, <laughs> the success continues. Uh, the relaunch show, when, when as you move down the path that is your life, when did you find yourself thinking that this is going to feel like home here? Are you talking about doing the relaunch show doing or the show, podcasting? Yeah. Or, okay, great. You know what? I love love, love telling this story. And, you know, I was, um, as, as a kid, I, I was an only child and, and my parents divorced when, when I was rather young. And I remember on one Christmas day, I uh, was an only child, as I mentioned, so all the presents were pretty much for me. So I was making my way down the hall this one morning and there was this big box that was under the tree and it had my name on it. And, you know, they, they handed it to me and like any red blooded American boy would do, you know, I ripped right through that packaging, you know, uh, wrapping paper flying everywhere, bows and tissue paper and all kinds of things just, you know, hitting airborne. And I was tearing through this box and I pulled out this big other box, you know, grabbed it by the handle and pulled it out uh, from, from, uh, the con- the container, and it was it was a boombox. Now, do you remember boomboxes? Oh, sure, Bob. They had that big handle that went from one end down to the other, and they had two big black speakers on, on either side. And I never understood the big handle because you always carried it on your shoulder. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And that right there, that experience on that Christmas, set off a love affair with me and and radio and, and the spoken word and, you know, broadcast communication. And gosh, as, as a kid, I remember I was a little, I was an only child. So a lot of my playtime was me time. So the way I would fill those hours is uh, I would, I would play the radio and more than that, I would, I would play radio. And by the time I reached my, my twenties uh, in the nineties, uh, I was able to flip that fantasy into reality, and I was able to begin my my career in broadcasting. And for the pretty much entire decade of the '90s, I was either behind the mic uh, doing radio, or I was in front of the camera uh, doing uh, reporting and, and doing television. And when when I left that career, as '97 came to a close, and there were tremendous changes in uh, broadcast communications and and how information was uh, taken from point A to point B, left the industry. And then when I decided to get back into the industry and podcasting had not yet peaked over the horizon, I knew I was home. And that was four shows ago, many years ago. But uh, gosh, you know, relaunch has just been a flamethrower for us. And, and we are excited about that. Let me back up for a minute, Bob. I, I really want to stress, stress is not probably not the right word, but I really want to talk about how relaunch is actually not our first show, but if you caught what I said a second ago, it's actually our fourth show. And, and I say that to, to bring, to bring hope and to bring inspiration to, to, to folks that are, that are just cutting their teeth with, with their first show. 
and w- with her second show. And, you know, we had to take three trips to the batter's box and take three practice swings till we were able to come up for that fourth time and, and finally knock it out of the park. So was it a total rebranding or was it much more than that? Sure. I think it was um, experience and it was better understanding of who I was talking to and the value that I wanted to bring to people. And during the time you were going through those early shows, clearly the life experiences are piling up. So the value that comes to the mic at that point is even greater while the show is certainly more fulfilling for you and pay. Well, I'd like to think that the value is greater, but uh, it, it just it became more clear and more clear as I, I gained in, in experience. And you know what? I, I became uh, a lot more purposeful in the way that I laid out shows and, and stacked them together. Well done, and well done it is. Your audience is telling you just that. You know, we may be twin sons of different mothers because my, my dad was in the uh, advertising and public relations business, and when I he would bring home this huge reel-to-reel 3M Wallen sack tape player. And he said, I'll, I need this over the weekend. So I would just sit there when he wasn't using it. And I have the microphone set up and I'd play radio and I would turn the mic around to my little AM radio I had there because FM hadn't hit the big time yet at that mm. point as I did myself. And that just felt like home from right there. Then when you, I went you know, off to college and found college radio, that was, a, that was the deal. Was that your entry as well? Were you doing college radio when you first stepped in? That's a funny story, and I appreciate you asking me that. I actually walked in to, to my college radio station, and uh, I remember the program director, and his name was uh, James Faust. And I, and I talked with him and talked about radio and how I was really eager and I wanted to get into it and things of that nature. And you know what? At the, a vol- I was not offered a volunteer position, right, at, at, a, at a small college radio station. I went to Texas Tech, and, you know, that's – obviously in Texas, in the middle of nowhere, in the sticks, and um, wasn't offered that. So I kind of circumvented that whole process, and I just went right into commercial radio and started getting paid for it. Well done. Well done. That's great. I went in there looking for a job to do. I think for a long time I was the only hockey fan in the South. This is when there was no before cable TV. There was no hockey on TV until the CBS Game of the Week only after the football season was over. So it was like deep into January before the, the all of America got to see a hockey game. So I'm sure I was the only hockey fan in Richmond. So I walked in there and I knew the University of Virginia had a club sport, not even NCAA, just a club sport. And this station was going to do the play-by-play and I wanted to be their play-by-play man. Well, they'd found somebody, but they made me the color man. And you know that was that was my start. But once I found that's the station, cool. that, which that's is cool. in the bottom of a dorm, you know, I, w- I was hanging out there all the time. I mean, the simple idea. I finally got a show at night, and the fact that I could play what I wanted to play, and I, the whole message was, this music is good, and you should be listening to it. <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story about how I ended up getting that first gig? Yeah, and and it's different these days. But this is how back in the day when when you and I didn't know one end from another uh, when we, we got started. But I, um, I, I called the, uh, the oldies radio station and oldies at that time was fifties and sixties. Yeah. And uh, I knew that, uh, that a weekend overnight 
slot was coming in. Now, the hierarchy of radio, at least back in the day, was you know, you'd have your program director and your morning show people and your top talent and, and all that, and then all the way down to the janitor. Well, right below the janitor is the weekend overnight guy. Yeah, that's and right. And that's the, that's the spot I went into audition for because I knew that there was an opening. So I walked in there, and um, Lou D, and still in the radio business, go figure. I think so. Last time I checked, anyways, um, he gave, gave me some liner cards, and he said, okay, kid, go in the studio with, with a reel-to-reel projector or uh, a tape player, which I didn't know how to work, and you know, read these liner cards. And so in a, boy, I wish I had this air check too, but in, in the worst um, Rick D's slash Casey Kasem slash Howard Stern roll them together <laughs> combination that I could conjure up, I, I, I read these liner cards and in a very unceremonious way, I kind of flipped it off and, and walked out and, and didn't have anybody to say goodbye to or anything. So I just left and then you probably know what happened. Well, <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday afternoon, quitting time, end of the day, uh, Lou calls me and says, hey, can you come into work tonight? Which, as you know, that's how breaks usually happen. That's it. In that's radio, the story. Like, you're the only guy that's left. And they say, hey, you want to come in and do this? And so uh, from there, um, something was born. I don't know exactly what still, but... Uh, yeah, the rest is history. That's mm-hmm. that's good, and it's 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 fun doing radio back then too. Uh, yep. But I want to come back to the show here. Relaunch. Relaunch kind of implies, you know, the big word that the entrepreneur is using. You got to know how to pivot. But you know, this isn't quite a pivot. This is, uh, and this isn't quite getting up off the mat. What what is what does that specific word relaunch mean to you in terms of your show? Okay, great. Well. We love the idea of, of relaunch. And, and what that is, is it's just a phase of life that people go through. You know, we, we all know what it's like to launch, right, Bob? We know what it's like to launch a business, to launch a relationship, to uh, you know, launch a new endeavor, something fun and exciting. Well, a relaunch is what people do once they've gone through their, their experience, once they've gone through different, different challenges, maybe sometimes even when they've been knocked down uh, by a few things. You know, on, on our show, we, we interview and pick the brains of some of today's, you know, most creative and, and innovative uh, thought leaders and uh, personal development uh, experts and um, business, uh, excuse me, uh, business leaders. And we learn about their relaunch. And people share on the show, you've listened to the show, they share their, their, their businesses that kind of went up in smoke. A lot of people share the relationships that crumbled at their feet that they relaunched from. Sometimes people share their, their health challenges. And we, we usually take that approach because my goal is to bring inspiration and hope to people, which is exactly what we're doing, and, and I'm getting that feedback, and people are are relating with, with the stories that they hear, and then they're coming away knowing that, gosh, if if she can do it, I can do it, and and that that's the message that we're sending out, and it is amazing to get the tweets and the the feedback that we do 
on the the different shows. Yeah, I uh, I just listened to Doug Sandler on a recent cool. one. I think it was your number. What is it here? Two thirty nine. Two thirty nine. That was today. And, uh, and that just resonated with me personally because part of the part of the argument that I bring the argument part of, part of the attack uh, that I bring to this show is to just say you know social media for example is wonderful and it's very effective at collecting a crowd but I think right now people are craving real relationships mm-hmm. just totally craving real relationships absolutely and uh, if that means going out into your town and being with people and delivering the same message you do in your blog or on your show or in your, in your church or any other place that's important to you and just feeding those relationships. I think that's super important right now. Let, let me uh, lay, lay some value uh, down for you real quick. If I can. Sure. Is that okay? Yes, sir. One of the things that pay and I have learned in interviewing countless uh, people uh, on our show um, you know, industry experts, as, as I pointed out, but also real, real, you know, day-to-day people. You know, your your average guy like you and and me and the average entrepreneur just just trying to figure out a, a better way to do stuff. Well, we we've interviewed hundreds, and one and one thing that we've learned and that we hear over and over and over again is that for any relaunch to be successful, you know, a professional relaunch, a personal relaunch a relational relaunch, you've got to have three things. And you've got to have your relaunch resources, number one. And what I, when I talk about relaunch resources, you, you've got to surround yourself with the best books. You've got to listen to the best podcasts like Labrador Leadership and Entrepreneur on Fire and, and some other podcasts that are out there. Uh, Ask Pat. You've got to surround yourself with the best resources, and number two, you've got to have your relaunch relationships. You've got to surround yourself with people that know you, that like you, that trust you, that believe in your dream, that will link arms with you, and that will also allow you to stand on their shoulders. You've got to have those relaunch relationships in place for you to get, get to your, ne- your next place. And that third piece, we can come back to it if you, if you want to, it's you know, your relaunch routines. Another word might be uh, rituals. It's getting those relaunch routines and rituals in place, like my buddy Darren Hardy says, you know, and you do them over and over and over again because it's, it's going to lead you to your relaunch destination. We can come back to that if, if that's of sure. interest. Well, we're here now, but so a ritual, an example of a ritual for you would be what? Sure, very good. Well, one of the things that I do is I – try to add as much value as I can to my fan club. I've got a relaunch fan club. It's a private Facebook group. It's by invitation only and it's exclusive. So, you know, the people that are involved in that relaunch fan club are actually fans of pay and I and fans of the show for the most part. So it's not just a community, you know, where you, you lump everybody in, in a room and then just watch the, tumbleweeds go back and forth, right? Right. But, but it's actually a fan club where people are interacting and having conversations and having a good time and doing life together. And one of the things that I try to do, you know, early on in the day before everything else happens is I try to get in there and I try to, try to add value, try to engage in conversations. 
uh, answer some questions. You know, j- just be there for people. Is that morning uh, time? Is that the best time of the day for you? Is that the well, prime the, time? It depends on what, what, you, what you're asking me to, me to do, but oftentimes I, I, I do that, yeah, I would say frequently. I try to do that as, as often as possible. Maybe because from a fresh clarity of thought perspective. It's definitely a fresh clarity of thought. Um, it, it's a good time to be fresh. I do my best work, generally speaking, uh, earlier rather than later. I'm not, a, I'm not a night owl. So even though you have found yourself in this spot now, and you're also, you know, you've written, you had the book, Finding Your Voice. Yes. Before you even got to, to, that, to these points in the road, you spent a little bit of time in the corporate world. I did. And uh, you came out of that. Uh, was, there, was there anybody there you worked for that you would say, you know, that, that's, that was a really good leader. That's somebody I, I learned something from and I took something away from that under them or not? You know, that's a great question, Bob. And I, I would say that the, the best and the strongest leaders in my life haven't necessarily been found in the corporate world. But they, they've been more in, in the entrepreneurial world. It's strong leaders that, that have a vision and persistently move toward it, regardless of if it's status quo or not, regardless of if, if people think it's a good idea or not. But it's people that are driven by what they see and they're just on fire passionate about it. The, the, and that's for, for me, those are the strongest leaders. For me, those are the strongest leaders. That, that's a great point. You know, we've been, leadership scholars have been working on defining it and getting their hands around it since you know, the 40s or something like that. And you start off with a list of traits like they're conservative and action-oriented and intelligent. And now, for social reasons and all sorts of reasons, the words have become, it's all about the relationship and yes. empathy. And, and I think entrepreneurs, you know, are starting to solve this, that, you know, as much as you hear people talk about downloads or click-through rates or, you know, cost per acquisition or any of that, you know, if they could solve that gap, how close they can get to their clients, how, how well they nurture the relationship, that's, they're, they're really going to be creating something then. And your point taken, and that's one of the reasons that I try my best to to get into that fan club and to start talking and to continue the conversation with the people that are that are already there, or or try to try to get onto Twitter and um, communicate with with people that are that are actually listening to my show or that are commenting on something that I said or something that uh, Doctor Pay said. You know, because they're they're already there. You know, a lot of times I, f- I fall into this entrepreneurial trap, and a lot of people do. Uh, I hope <laughs> that I'm not the only person that does this, but sometimes I, I think that you know I got to grab more people. I got to grab more people. I got to grab more people. That's just kind of a default for me. But really, it, it's all about well, yeah, that 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 is an idea, but that's not the only idea. And the and the other idea is. You need to deepen the the relationships that are already already there that are already at your front door. That's that's so key. That's so key. So on your on your webpage, you talk about the well lit clues that have been on your path that you some of you may have missed the first time. What do you think lies down the path for you and Doctor Pay and Relaunch? 
Sure. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for asking. You know, we are absolutely excited about what's going on at, at relaunch, and we are about to. Um, actually, we haven't made the official announcement, other than in my private Facebook uh, fan page, or I'm um, not fan page, uh, fan club, but uh, relaunch publishing and relaunch press. Uh, we are rolling out a company where you can share your voice and grow your business. And here's, here's what I mean by that. One of the things that we've learned with the people that are really keen and tuned into the relaunch show is that they have a hunger and a, and a, a desire to share their voice, to share their creativity, to share their experiences, their wisdom, what they have to offer, that they have a hunger for that. And they also have a hunger to, to launch or to grow a business a business after their own heart. So Relaunch Publishing, Relaunch Press, we're, we're actually going to walk alongside people, you know, the people that, that resonate with that idea and, and help them. And we're, we're going to do two things. We're going to help them launch. We're going to help them promote. And then we're also going to help them profit by their, their work. Might be a book might be a video series, might be a podcast, but we're going we're gonna to take their creation and help them promote it like never before and use it to move the, use it as a lever to move the needle in their business. That, my friend, is very exciting stuff. Yep. Thanks for sharing that with us. Uh, Joel Bodges of The Relaunch Show. Joel, where can folks find you? Best place to go, Bob. Thanks for the opportunity. RelaunchShow.com, RelaunchShow.com. All of our shows are listed there and all of the uh, social media hotspots and places to go right there, including uh, a link to our top 10 episodes and also our, um, our app. And it's a really right. attractive site and there's a lot going on there, Labby. So make sure you go to RelaunchShow.com. Joel, this will be the highlight of the day. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Bob. Uh, Labbies, me and Alex will be back next time. We will see you then. Thanks for listening to the Labrador Leadership Podcast. For the sake of all the special people in your life that deserve you to be the best leader you can be. Connect with us on our website at labradorleadership.com, on Facebook at Labrador Leadership, and on Twitter at Lab Leadership. Now, here's a final thought from Bob. Bob, 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 Bob. Joel Bogus, thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you so much for your insights. The stories that people tell definitely can energize the lives of others, and you and Dr. Pay are proving that on the relaunch show every day. Coming up next time, Alex will be back. We talk more about leadership and the millennials. See you next time. Have a great week.